Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Job continues his remarks now and his responses, and it's intertwined with a theme that he frequently touches on in his sadness and his misery, and it's essentially his his loss of hope. Job, uh, Job asks, where is his hope? Where does he find his hope? And friends, um, that is a common question that people have when things seem hopeless. So let's read Job chapter 17. My spirit is broken. My days are cut short. The grave awaits me. Surely mockers surround me. My eyes must dwell on their hostility. Give me, O God, the pledge you demand. Who else will put up security for me? You have closed their minds to understanding. Therefore, you will not let them triumph. If anyone denounces their friends for reward, the eyes of their children will fail. God has made me a byword to everyone, a man in whose face people spit. My eyes have grown dim with grief. My whole frame is but a shadow. The upright are appalled at this. The innocent are aroused against the ungodly. Nevertheless, the righteous will hold to their ways, and those with clean hands will grow stronger. But come on, all of you, try again. I will not find a wise man among you. My days have passed. My plans are shattered. Yet the desires of my heart turn night into day. In the face of the darkness, light is near. If the only home I hope for is the grave, if I spread out my bed in the realm of darkness, if I say to corruption, you are my father, and to the worm, my mother or my sister, where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of death? Will we descend together into the dust? So Job is overwhelmed. He's totally um, feeling lost, feeling hopeless, feeling like there's no respite possible for his situation. Um, He's unaware that there is a respite coming, there is relief coming, that that God will redeem and... um, rectify his situation. But right now, he's suffering. And so he says, my spirit is broken. A broken spirit, friends, is a very difficult thing. You know, um, I've known people, and you have too, that some tragic event happened, and they never were the same. I'll tell you just a brief story. I had a dear friend. I guess he's still my dear friend, although I've lost contact with him. When I was in high school, he was... um, two years older than I was, so he graduated before I did. And he was very successful right out of high school. He was managing a clothing store. He had a a very nice apartment. You know, in those days, we used to to judge how successful someone was by, you know, how nice their stereo was, how nice their car was. So he had a very nice car. He had a very nice stereo. As I said, he managed a clothing store, so he was a real sharp dresser, handsome guy. Um, if you remember the 
Olympic swimmer from the 60s named Mark Spitz. This guy looked a lot like Mark Spitz. Anyway, he had a girlfriend who he dearly loved. And uh, the girlfriend broke up with him. And so that's, that's bad, but that was not the broken spirit. But my friend decided to move out of the area. He needed to get away from this girl who his heart was calling out for. And so um, he packed up his car with all of his belongings, and he drove to say goodbye to the girl. He left his key in the car when he went in to say goodbye to the girl where she worked. While he's inside, pouring out his heart to no avail, someone came and stole his car. Now, that would be bad in and of itself. But in this case, he had left his key in the car. He actually left the car running in front of the place where she worked. And so the insurance company refused to pay for it. He lost everything he owned. Plus, he had debt for the remainder of the car to be paid. He had lost his girlfriend. He had lost, in his mind, he had lost it all. And so my friend's spirit was broken. At that point, he had been one of my most successful friends. And he never was able to recover from that horrible combination of events. And um, uh, as I said, he's still alive, but his, his spirit was broken. Friends, a broken spirit is a very, very difficult thing. Only the Lord can heal a broken spirit. Only the Lord can redeem uh, the inner, inner man once it's broken. And so Job is suffering from that, and his only uh, respite will have to come from the Lord. He says, give me, O God, the pledge you demand. In other words, tell me, Lord, what what it is that you want. What are you trying to convey to me? And of course, there was no answer to that question. And he says, God has made me a byword to everyone. In other words, you don't want to be like Job. You know, you don't want to be as bad off as Job. Well, at least I'm not as bad off as Job. I'm not as miserable as Job. I'm not as sick as Job. I haven't lost as much as Job. Job became the standard for misery and loss and grief. He said, the upright are appalled at this. The innocent are aroused against the ungodly. So Job felt that his life was over. He said, my days have passed. My plans are shattered. And so he was um, uh, feeling like there was no future for him. And then he says, if the only home I hope for is the grave, if I spread out my bed in the realm of darkness... If I say to corruption, you are my father, and to the worm, my mother or my sister, where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of death? Will we descend together into the dust? And so in this brief refrain, he mentions hope three times. He said his only hope is in the grave. Then he asks, where is my hope? He says, who can see any hope for me? In other words, no one looking at my situation could possibly have uh, any hope that things will turn out right. Friends, I don't know what you're going through. I know that all of us face difficulty from time to time. I've been amazed in the course of my fairly long life to witness the suffering of some people that seems even more concentrated and horrible than what what is normally faced by all of us. And so I'm reminded of the words of Paul from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Paul wrote, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, 
so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so Paul calls God the God of hope. And he says only the God of hope can fill us with joy and peace. And we only get that as we trust in him. So friends, may you trust in the Lord today. May the Lord fill you with joy and peace and hope. May you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit of the living God come on you and restore your broken spirit within you. God, we thank you that you are able to do these things and exceedingly abundantly more. Fill us with hope again. Fill us with joy again. Fill us with peace again. And give us the grace to trust in you, even though we may be going through difficult days. Lord, may we overflow with hope by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.